Before we start today, I'd love to give a big thanks to everyone who supported the show, and we appreciate all the letters and notes we receive. Tune in next week because we're going to have a special guest from the Gun Rights in Texas podcast who will be joining us for a lively discussion on the history of gun rights in Texas. So we're going to attempt to deconstruct this modern issue from a historical point of view. We hope you'll join us. And now, on with the show. But now it's like Planet of the Apes when you see it because it's a band full of bats. It's like it's like The Walking Dead. Howdy, you're listening to Come and Take It, a talk show about Texas by Texans, where three friends born and raised in the Lone Star State share our views on the history, culture, and just what it means to be Texan. I'm Mike Zolkowski. I'm Sean McIver. And I'm Scott Ulstrom. In the late 1800s, a magical source of water was discovered in North Texas with seemingly amazing curative properties. Word spread, wells were dug, and the town of Mineral Wells became a resort destination at the beginning of the 20th century. Today we're talking about crazy water and Mineral Wells, Texas. But first, what's your favorite toady song? I come from the water! Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. But uh, I'm going to have to stick with Possum Kingdom, which is undoubtedly the best song about Texas vampirism. Indeed. Well, I'm just going to say Max Slider <laughs> because it was featured in a Beavis and Butthead episode, which is the highest praise I think you can give any song from the 90s. <laughs> yeah. When we were in college, that was the thing. Launched many a career. Yeah. Saved many a band from obscure <laughs> from obscurity. obscurity. We'll save you from the cutout bin, fellas. Uh, yeah, Grim Reaper, I'm looking at you. <laughs> How was Mineral Wells founded? Its founder, James A. Lynch, was born in 1827 in Lexington, Missouri, and in 1849 he married his wife, Armanda Sweeney, in Arkansas. In 1861, he moved his family to Denison, Texas, and during the Civil War, he served in the Confederate Army. In 1877, Lynch packed up his wife, nine children, and 50 head of cattle and headed west. John and Armando were seeking a drier climate. At the age of 48, he had contracted malaria, and both he and his wife suffered from rheumatism. John thought a drier climate might do them some good. They started out west, but on Christmas Eve of 1877, while crossing the Brazos River, one of their oxen drowned. The other died when it was struck by lightning. This misfortune and the rumors of fierce Comanche raids spurred their decision to turn back and settle in Millsap Valley, which is on the east side of the Palo Pinto Mountains in north-central Texas. Lynch purchased 80 acres of land and set about building his ranch. What they didn't know was that their decision to settle there would spark an event that would electrify the nation. Although Millsap Valley was beautiful, it was four miles from the nearest water source, the Brazos River. For three years, the family hauled water from the Brazos to their ranch. They'd tried digging a well, but they couldn't get very deep, and they didn't find any water. In 1880, a man named Johnny Adams with a well-drilling rig struck a deal with Lynch. In exchange for two oxen, he would drill them a well. When the well was dug, they tried the water, but it had a strange odor and taste, and they thought it might be poisoned. For a while, they used the well to water the cattle and watched them for any negative effects. When they realized that the water wasn't hurting the cattle, the family decided to drink it themselves. It wasn't long before they noticed something unusual. They felt better. They felt much better. The rheumatiz was gone. Somehow the water seemed to be good for their health. In fact, the entire family's health improved substantially. Soon word of the curative effects of the water spread. Neighbors started coming to the ranch to try it for themselves. Then people started coming from farther away. 
Since the well could only produce about 100 gallons a day, Lynch decided to ask for a signed agreement stating that the person was sick before they could have any of his water. The crowds got so big that Lynch decided to lay out a town named Mineral Wells and made himself mayor. By the end of the year, 3,000 people were camping out on the Lynch property and buying water for five cents a quart. In 1885, a man named Uncle Billy Wiggins dug his own well and started selling the water. A woman with dementia had started drinking it, and people noticed that she seemed to get better. This news spread like wildfire, drawing people from all over the country to see the well, drink the water, and hope that it would cure whatever ailed them. Billy decided to name the well the Crazy Water Well, and he started selling it all over the United States. It's not really surprising that the so-called demented woman got well. It turns out that Crazy Water has a small lithium content as well as several other beneficial minerals. Lithium is still prescribed today in dealing with some psychological diseases. Over the next several years, at least 125 wells were drilled. Mineral wells quickly became known as the spa town of the Southwest. Bathhouses began popping up all over the area. In 1891, the railroad came to Mineral Wells and brought even more people into town, and it was becoming famous nationwide. To accommodate travelers, the first hotel, the Hexagon House, was built in 1897. By 1900, 150,000 people flocked to the town to partake of these healing waters and enjoy the dry climate. Among them was Ed Dismukey, who suffered from a stomach ailment that his doctors said was incurable. Dismukey was a pharmacist by trade, and he refused to believe that there was no cure. The waters of Mineral Wells made him feel so much better that he sold his business in Waco and moved to Mineral Wells, where, in 1904, he founded the famous Mineral Water Company. In the end, Dismukey outlived all of his doctors and died at the ripe old age of 97. Probably not the doctor he had at, like, when he was 96. (laughs) In less than 10 years, Mineral Wells had four bathing houses, seven wells and pavilions, two sanitariums, 46 hotels, and boarding houses. Sick people, entrepreneurs, celebrities, scam artists, and crooks of all types swarmed to Mineral Wells in search of good health, riches, or both. In 1912, the city decided to build a luxury hotel on the site of the Crazy Water Well. This four-story structure was dubbed, what else, the Crazy Water Hotel. Thirteen years later, the hotel burned down. Two years after that, a new one, seven stories high, was built on the foundations. Conrad Hilton attended the grand opening. Judy Garland, General John J. Pershing, Mary Martin, Spanky McFarlane, Tom Mix, and Bob Wills came to visit. So did Machine Gun Kelly and Bonnie and Clyde, although they had failed to sign the guest register correctly. The hotel still operates, though it serves as a retirement home. And it's called the Crazy Water Retirement (laughs) Hotel. By the beginning of the Roaring Twenties, Mineral Wells boasted 400 wells, and was known as the Southwest's greatest health resort. In 1925, the Texas National Guard established a training base named Camp Walters. This base would eventually train 200,000 men preparing for World War II, including Audie Murphy, and was used to detain German prisoners from North Africa. In 1956, it was converted into a training base for helicopter pilots and processed over 40,000 men to fight in the Vietnam War. Over a 1,000 of those pilots died in Vietnam, along with more than a 1,000 of their crewmen. As loyal listeners of our show will know, in 1929, a grand hotel named the Baker Hotel was built. It had 14 stories, 450 rooms, 50 apartments, an indoor pool, spas, and massage rooms. A typical luxury hotel, it offered all the amenities that a wealthy Dallas businessman would want for a quick weekend getaway with his family. Famous people began traveling to Merrill Wells and stayed at the Baker while they enjoyed the bathhouses and spas and drank the healing water. 
Hollywood stars like Clark Gable, Dorothy Lamore, and Marlene Dietrich all stayed at the Baker. Other notable guests were Will Rogers, Helen Keller, and the Marx Brothers. The Baker still stands, although numerous efforts to resurrect its former glory have fallen short. Abandoned in 1972, it's the home of bats, and, some say, the ghosts of previous guests. There's a new effort underway to raise sufficient funds for restoration and make it a destination for conventions, tourists, and visitors. You can find out more about these ghosts in our uh, Halloween episode from last year, which was Haunted Texas Hotels. Spooky! For two decades after the Baker was open, Mineral Wells prospered. Its reputation as the premier spa of the South was firmly established. Eventually, however, newly discovered medicines, better doctors, modern hospitals, and increased regulation by the Food and Drug Administration overcame the miracle cure of mineral waters. Coupled with the closing of the Baker Hotel and a year later Fort Walters, Mineral Well returned to being a sleepy western town it might have always been, had the crazy water never been discovered. So as I've said on our previous episodes, I have spent many years in Mineral Wells. Um, my grandparents lived there, and so Christmases and summers and extended weekends, we would go to Mineral Wells. Um, and I really never understood or knew what the Mineral Wells meant uh, until this, you know, more recently in my life. So, Well, it's a cool story. Um, I like the idea of, you know, crazy prospector guy and then like yeah. my my oxen died and i just <laughs> said well honey we're building that we're building the ranch here it's like a it's like a level of oregon trail it is <laughs> oxen <It's> died <laughs> your oxen died your other oxen was hit by lightning this is where we settle <laughs> it's really interesting though because there's this it they there's this thing that sort of happens in technology and business where there's somebody stumbles across something and it it's out there and then it becomes a raging fad. Mm -hmm. And this time frame of early mineral wells is, is interesting to me because there's the bathhouses, there's the mineral waters and all that part. But I can't help but think of the movie The Road to Wellville. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, was, I think the same thing. <laughs> and yeah. the yeah. Now, I will say an interesting, uh, slightly unrelated connection. I found out uh, my wife's family, she has a, a, a distant aunt that actually worked as a nurse in the big Battle Creek a facility like where that's all set at it's interesting you read this story and you you think about it and you're like okay there's this guy that digs a well and it has these amazing restorative powers and all these people flock there and it starts up this whole town and it's a big industry and nowhere in any of that did i read anything about someone doing scientific research yeah. to determine whether this we, water we actually this and we feel didn't well, no so yeah the crazy lady the demented lady yeah they're right there was lithium in the water yeah but it was all Right. It was all anecdotally based. It's like, well, well this worked for them, so mm -hmm. we'll try it. No, it worked yeah. for me. Science and, and, is not big. Written. We're yeah, still working but on in, science. But in time. history, uh, we know that, so the town of Bath in England, people would take the cure, and it was mineral waters at this bath. So we've known since for many centuries well, the uh, properties of mineral water, but penicillin really killed mineral wells, yeah. quite yeah. frankly. Well, it did. But you know, <laughs> what I was going to say an interesting point is that it's not, and, and this is why I was talking about Battle Creek, Michigan, and this was not something just in Mineral Wells or everywhere else. Mineral Wells, I think, is probably one of the more famous ones. But I found out doing some research for other shows that um, down in Kennedy, where uh, my mom's family's from, there were actually mineral wells dug there, and they had a bunch of bathhouses and spas just like this. So anywhere there was. And then where my grandparents, my dad's folks live in Poth, 
the water comes out of a natural aquifer. So mm-hmm. it's this weird... Pure, yeah. It's not just pure. It comes out of the ground at like it's, 160 oh, degrees. Yeah. Like it's it mineralized. Comes, but the water came out of the taps when we were kids. It would come out like boiling hot. You couldn't wash your hands in the water. It was, oh. it was like the toilet would be hot. You yeah. sit on a hot toilet because it's full of hot water. It sounds nice, but it's creepy. Yeah. The right. end of cold <laughs> toilet seats. <laughs> and Big Bend was also uh, a bat. There was bathhouses built yeah. originally in Big Bend. This for, was a this was a yeah, bathe with the dinosaurs. And th- but this was what people did. It was like okay, well, we don't have real medicine, but if I sit in this mineral bath, and and there is. Something, there's curative process. There's, there's curative, curative property. I mean, yeah. it's by people who still use Epsom salts and other things like that. Mm-hmm. But but this is kind of the highlight of folk medicine. But it's really interesting that the the Hollywood stars and the and the mm-hmm. big names that actually came to this big hotel, and we talked about it in the you know the Baker Hotel. the bigger and you've seen it, so yeah. you can say like this thing was it's huge, it's massive. But now it's like Planet of the Apes when you see it because it's a band full of bats. <laughs> it's like it's like The Walking Dead basically. It's like this crazy building, but Mineral Wells is it's 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 not a it's not a big town, but it's not a not a tiny town. Uh, it's a you know mostly it's supporting farming industry in the area and some light industry. So, um, but yeah, I, I the other thing was Camp Walters. I remember my grandparents' house was right over the ridge from Camp Walters, and I would hear the helicopters all the time growing up. So, um, it, there's just a lot of memories of Mineral Wells. But again, I I, I you see you see things references growing up to Crazy Waters and. Why is this town called Mineral Wells? Well, they used to have these wells, these mineral Hundred, water wells. And hundreds of yeah. them is the amazing thing. Is like everybody was bottling and selling the stuff as fast as they could. It had kind of a it had kind of a boomtown quality that Galveston did too. There was some of the same some of the same problems, not quite the same problems. Uh, the freedom that was in Galveston is yeah. in this and conservative town up in. I don't Texas. think Mineral Wells was wiped out by a hurricane no, on no, multiple yeah. occasions. No. It is interesting in modern times. You can still get the mineral waters. And in fact, the Crazy Water Company and there's a couple other ones mm-hmm. uh, that you can find sell and ship and distribute the 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 healing tonic mm-hmm. of the natural earth of Texas. Mm-hmm. So if you want want healing Texas water to hear what ails you, yeah, go to Mineral Wells. <laughs> that wraps things up for today. You can find notes and links from today's show at brainstable.com. We'd love to hear from you, so like and share us on Facebook. Follow the show on Twitter at Texas Podcast or go to brainstable.com and leave some feedback. You can find our show and many other great history podcasts at historypodcasters.com. Why not follow us individually? I'm on Twitter at Mr. Java. I'm Max Sean with two ends. And I'm Scotticus. You know you like the show, so tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell a stranger. Tell everyone you see and help them to subscribe to the podcast. And go to iTunes and leave a review because that's how we find new listeners, just like you. We'd like to thank Paul Schmel for helping us research and write today's episode. If you'd like to support us financially, go to patreon.com slash Texas podcast and sign up to be a come and take it Texas Ranger. We hope you'll join us next time. And remember that even if you aren't from Texas, Texas Texas wants you anyway. anyway.